Game of Sports, episode one. I am your host, Spin Move P. We are going to get into this podcast with my good friend, Scotty Uchia. And we're going to go into just a recap of the 2019-2020 NFL season, talking about a little bit of the Super Bowl, getting into some of our disappointments, some of our biggest movers, shakers, and players. So right now we'll start off the top. Super Bowl champion, Kansas City Chiefs. Did you see it coming? Honestly, yeah. But I expected San Fran to win just because of defensive line majority. But Patty Mahomes is Patty Mahomes, so he the God. Hey, man, it was a good game. I think Shanahan called the right plays. He just didn't have the horses on offense to kind of put that game away like he needed to. Tevin Coleman looked hurt. Didn't see him. I don't even think we saw him after the first quarter, first couple of drives. And then we got into Emmanuel Sanders not giving that effort. Jimmy G kind of looking pedestrian. I mean, it's it's how how do you look like a hundred and twenty five, hundred and thirty million dollar quarterback, but play like that? No, I hear you. Jimmy definitely missed some throws, but I really blame Kyle Shanahan in the second half because they ran the ball. Like three out of eight times, and you in the first half they're getting like ten yards to carry damn near, and the second half you barely run the ball. Like I feel like Shanahan lost that game, honestly. I mean, to be fair, we do have a lot of that number got inflated with wide receiver reverses, so I don't want to fully say like Raheem Mostert was killing them or Tevin Coleman was killing them. They were effective, but. We had a lot of chunk running plays from Debo Samuel on reverses and screens. Oh, so. no, they did. But when they did run the ball with the running back, they still was getting like 8 to 10 yards a carry. Yeah. So, as it as it pertains to just a recap of the Super Bowl, I think that both teams are poised to make a bounce back for next year. And, honestly, both teams, I think, can make a deep playoff run next year as well. Just before the offseason even started, my way too early predictions is that San Fran and Kansas City will be a problem for the next few years to come. Definitely agree. But I feel like uh, Kansas City might have one more year left because once you pay Patty Mahomes, then a oh, lot of people. 50% of the salary cap is just going to him right off top. 200 mil. Right off top. Easily. We're about to set some records here. And then that will have a ripple effect on some of these maybe quarterbacks that are not quite Patrick Mahomes level but are looking to cash in on the market. A.K.A. Dak Prescott. You said it, not me. So we got him. You're going to have Jameis Winston. You're going to have Deshaun Watson. Even um, though he won't get paid a lot, but Andy's going to get paid. Andy Dalton. Somebody's going to pay him. I don't know who. Patriots. Uh, I heard there's a rumor Bill Belichick actually likes Andy. I mean, Red Rocket has been serviceable. Uh, I think Cincinnati is in that same Cleveland mode where it's just even when they take one step yeah it's just even when they take one step forward they end up taking a step back it's just I I, I don't know I haven't paid attention to Andy Dalton largely because the Bengals were trash last year and I'm more of a what have you done recently kind of guy so but my favorite is more on Bill Belichick I feel like if Bill Belichick get Andy he can maximize his potential Okay. But his potentials might not be like the highest, but he can maximize maximize his potential, and then he can be like, like a B plus uh, QB. I feel like he could be a B plus QB with New England with that defense. I mean, even uh, though the defense overall is not like, it feel like it's a little overrated because the teams they played, but the defense is still the defense because Belichick is Belichick. 
Well, we'll get right into it. You segued right into my next topic, which is going to be biggest surprise of the playoffs. I'll go ahead and lead it off. And my biggest surprise of the playoffs was Tennessee whooping ass. I mean, I think Tennessee clearing the way for Kansas City to make it to the Super Bowl was paramount because if Tennessee doesn't beat up on New England, doesn't take out Baltimore, I mean, we could be looking at a different Super Bowl champ here. That is true. I kind of wanted the Ravens to go, even though kind of like, you know, iffy about them. But I like it. Um, I was in the Ravens boat all season. I was quote unquote fan. team Lamar. I took a hiatus from my Tampa Bay Buccaneers just to cheer on a real football team for a year. A hiatus. A, a little hiatus. Um, I realize it's actually a lot harder to root for another team when your heart is still so deeply embedded into a shit franchise. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was it was a fun ride, Baltimore. I will continue to root for you. And no, I love Lamar. I root for Lamar. We got to. I mean, yeah, what he did this season when. He got his own playbook, uh, was phenomenal. And to keep and maintain Greg Roman, to maintain that coaching staff for Baltimore, I think they'll be knocking at that door again next year once they get some actual wide receivers that's not five foot eight like Hollywood, yeah. even though he was good this year. but He was iffy because he got hurt a lot. I think Lamar needs some big body targets, man. He needs somebody that can go up there and get that ball um, and not all the finesse plays that – Hollywood can do, which is great. You need those in your playbook, but he just needs somebody that can take a seven in, seven in, in man. So the Titans were my biggest surprise of the playoff. Um, the run that they made was phenomenal. Derrick Henry made himself a lot of money, and Tannehill, quite frankly, probably played himself into that Nick Foles contract, right? Four years. Oh, Tannehill is definitely eighty million. Paying. Tennessee's paying Tannehill. I, they, I don't think they have a choice, honestly. They have no choice. And he's, they're, they're he's, closing the chapter on Mariota. I wouldn't be surprised if you get 100 mil, but I would be surprised if you didn't hit it. Right? I think Nick Foles' contract is a perfect contract He might get a little bit more because you know, the salary cap is more now. It's so. a little more inflated, but Tennessee will have some decisions to make. And they got a big-name free agent in Derrick Henry. Can Are they going to keep running it back? I mean, Deion Lewis is probably going to be a cap casualty, so that frees up yeah, some money to he, help sign him. He might, he might have to restructure. But Henry, they have to pay. If you don't pay Henry, then you might as well blow that team. Hey, up. there's a running back spot in Tampa for Derrick Henry if he needs it. Please stop. Trust me. Um, moving on, so what's one of your biggest surprises? I of will, uh, if I had to pick a biggest surprise, maybe the Vikings, because I did not expect Dalvin Cook to go off. 90% of the year. I expect him to go off. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying he's not good. <laughs> I didn't expect him to. He was going off every week. Hey, man. I, it was one of my favorite guys coming out. and No, don't try. He was, too, because I as, wanted my Eagles to pick him, but we didn't. As, hey, man, as a Tampa fan, watched him a lot in Florida State. He was a dog, man. And I, you, you were with me at the draft when I was yelling at the TV when Tampa took O.J. Howard instead of taking Dalvin freaking Cook. And granted, he's been injured most of his career so far, and that was the knock on him coming out of college. When he's on the field, he's putting up numbers. That Bama, they'll be running. I think the only thing about Dalvin Cook I don't like is the number 33 he wears. Like, what running back wears number 33? Like, that's ugly. You You need to be playing safety if you wear 33. You got, what, two Green Bay Packers that don 30 and 33 
have similar hair, similar build. You don't know who's on the field, and trust me. And I feel like if you wear like anything in the 30s, you gotta be a big back. These backs are small. Like you need to be like. See, see I feel that way about the number 40. So that's if you get backs, backs in the in the number 40s, four backs is four yeah. Backs. So four that's backs. that's what I think about when I see four them. backs in the hybrid tight ends slash fullbacks. Like but I don't sides. mind it. And I also don't mind, and just to segue real quick, I'll finish the Packers take. I mean, they have two running backs, Aaron Jones, and they got Jamal Williams. And both of them wear similar numbers, right? 30 and 33. Yeah. They both have dreads. They both have a similar build. And most of the time, because I had Aaron Jones in fantasy this year, couldn't tell who was on the field. <laughs> really couldn't. Nah, that's... That's How many it. times I raised my hand and said yes, and then they said, "Oh, Williams, yeah, thirty-three. Oh. Williams more the uh, the scat back. The, oh yeah, the passive explosive. Back. And we learned Aaron Rodgers' kryptonite. He can't throw a swing pass to Aaron Jones. He can throw it all day to Williams, but Aaron Jones for some reason can't get the swing pass. <laughs> and that could be a timing thing. So again, uh, what's one of your favorite storylines? Is just in general things of the playoffs. We're going to go with Dalvin Cook. Uh, no, nah, I would go with Derrick Henry. Okay. Because he was, he was like Megatron. Put the team on the back, man. He's a grown man. Put the team on the back. You're a grown man where you can push grown men around. Carry on with the, with the stiff dread. A grown man. <laughs> the stiff dread ponytail. 60, run a 4-5. That Bama, they'll be running, man. That's all I'm saying. All right, so out of the playoff teams that we have, and we had quite a few... Uh, return playoff teams, and we had some new ones, honestly, that uh, that kind of took the reins. You have the Bills, Texans, Titans, Patriots, Kansas City, and Baltimore. Out of those AFC teams, who do you think is poised to make a very good playoff run outside of the Super Bowl champs, unless you think a Super Bowl hangover could be happening. I don't see it for Kansas City. I feel like the easiest answer is the Ravens, but I would say the Texans because Deshaun Watson is the fucking truth. Keep building on that, man. He's magic in the fourth quarter, man. If they could just build that off as a line, like continue to build it, because they got some solid pieces. just and as a whole, it's not the best. So with the addition of Laramie Tunsil, I actually looked this up earlier. Deshaun Watson last year, Finished the year with, I believe, 62 sacks. They just added Laramie Tunsil and uh, uh, Cody Ford. No, he's on the Bills. So they added Laramie Tunsil, and that sack number went down by about 18 to 20 sacks. He's in the 40s. No, that's a big increase, but 40-something sacks is still a lot. That's a hell of a lot of sacks, man. But he was at 60 last year. 60. No, that's ridiculous. I don't. How you protect your franchise asset that way, I don't even know. And that's why, like, when the Texans run the ball, it's so inconsistent because it would be one week, one week they could run the football, but the next week they can't do shit by running the football. So out so of those teams, the line is so inconsistent. Out of those teams in the AFC, Chiefs, Ravens, Bills, Texans, Titans, Patriots, who do you see missing the playoffs next year? And this is early off season after the draft and off season. Of course, well, we're going to change. Just off before off season acquisitions, I would say the Bills because their offense is stagnant. They have no receivers. They got John Brown, but like John Brown's really not a receiver. He's all a, their receivers are five eight or under. Yeah, and then like <laughs> five ten on a good day. Yeah, it's just a, they got the running back Singletary. I like, and I like Allen, Josh Allen. He's pretty decent. He just need to work on his mechanics. Because he can throw the deep ball. He just can't throw, like, mid to intermediate routes. So, 
the team that I'm going to say is going to miss the playoffs next year, out of the AFC, I think the Bills will stay because, again, football is very fundamental. Run, Run the football, play good defense. So I do think the Patriots have to figure out that quarterback situation, so I don't think they'll necessarily be a shoe in but I'll say the Tennessee Titans because I don't know if they bring back Derrick Henry or can, or will bring back Derrick Henry. I mean, he's if Derrick Henry touches the market, he's the top running back out there. Oh, yeah, he's getting paid. Now, there's rumors that they may franchise tag him, but there's rumors that they may franchise tag Tannehill to, before they commit $100 million to Tannehill, give him one more year, pay him under the tag. It's more money than he, he's going to make anyway. And then try to work out a long-term deal with Henry because ultimately it's cheaper to sign a running back long-term than a quarterback. I'm, I got to look at the Titans cap because I feel like they could pay both of them. Can. And I think they should if they if they want to stay relevant. Because the Titans are not really a relevant team without those two. Especially Derrick Henry. I agree. We're going to go into this offseason, though, with... Tape on Tannehill. I mean, I think the Titans caught a lot of teams off guard because a lot of teams weren't sure what they were getting with Tannehill. And now you have a whole offseason to study, figure out tendencies, figure out how to stop him, especially his division. I mean, you're going to have the Colts, I think, are going to bounce back uh, next year. You're going to have the Texans. They're already in the playoffs, and I'm going to call it now. They're not going anywhere. And then Jacksonville... I have no idea what's happening with Jacksonville. That and they're a candidate for me for tear it down. So if coming into this offseason, I think there's a few teams that may want to just hit that emergency exit button and start tearing it down. And Jacksonville is number one on my list. I agree with Jacksonville. If I had to pick a team, and I'm not picking them because that's your team, but I would pick Tampa Ugh. because I don't know if they're going to pay Jameis. I doubt they'll pay Jameis, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. Also, I talk all that defense, I don't know, man. I just don't really have that much anymore. In my, yeah, the offense is always going to be the offense. Mike Evans is a god. Thank you, Mike Evans. You got me a championship in fantasy football. I appreciate you, brother. Yeah, we're not going to talk on that. And, we're just uh, not going to speak on that. Um, but Jameis, man, it's it all depends if they So here's why James. you don't have to t- tear it down. Because it's literally, you can, I personally think they're going to franchise tag Jameis and bring in actual competition. There's only one reason why Jameis Winston got 30 interceptions this year, and that is quite simply, there was nobody behind him. Blaine Gabbert separated his shoulder in the preseason, so therefore Bruce Arians, oh, Bruce Arians would have put Blaine Gabbert in. There was a couple of four interception Blaine, Blaine. games that Jameis threw. But that, but Jameis is always going to have those games. So that's the I thing. don't I don't know if that's a definite. Not mm. four a game. Mm. He's going to give you two. I don't but know. Three three is kind of common for him. Three, I wouldn't I wouldn't three say like three. A minimum. So to get to get Jameis two is a little really bit, bad to he get Jameis a little bit of defense. Jameis has had the thirty second rushing attack for the last three years and he's had the 32nd uh passing defense therefore we've been down in a lot of games that forces him to throw and since we do not have any type of running back that is respected every team drops everybody in coverage ronald jones is solid ronald jones had 70 yards total coming into the season Nah, he's and then he ended up with some good runs, but 
he can't pass protect. So what do teams do this year? As soon as they saw him come in the game, they just blitzed him. And since he can't pass protect, now Jameis is running for his life, and now Ronald Jones can't be effective in the passing game. Jameis running equals Jameis throwing picks. That's all I'm saying, man. Um, I mean, Jameis' numbers outside of the pocket were actually a lot better than him in the pocket. But Carson Palmer said it best. Bruce Arians' offense is going to require a lot of interceptions. He, Carson Palmer himself, through his career high in interceptions, Bruce Aaron's first year in the system. The next year, he cut it down by more than half. It just takes a t- take some time. I think the smart move for Tampa to at least do is just franchise tag Jameis. That way, you don't have to tear it down. Jameis will tear himself down, or you'll have a guy that's going to be your cornerstone for the next four to five years. Another team I would say, I would probably pick Denver Broncos because I like Locke, Drew Locke. Okay. But he's a young piece, so he's not going nowhere. But, like, Von Miller, I would trade him away because he's already like 31. You might as well get some pieces. You know, your team's not going anywhere. He is aging. You're um, in a division with the Chiefs. You're definitely not going anywhere unless Patty Mahomes get hurt. I mean, I like Chubb and Von Miller, um, unfortunately. But you keep Chubb, he's young. But Von, you trade him because he's a little older. I'm just saying you might as well blow that team up with all your older pieces and just rebuild with young pieces. I, gotta, I mean, I agree know. that you may have to start shaking up some roster positions at different things, but I kind of like what Denver's doing, at least the the way they're building on offense. They got Vic Fangio there, so he's not going to be keen on giving away defensive guys. Receiver. I forgot his name. But Cortland Sutton is solid as can be, man. I, I really like the way that he's doing it. Noah Fant came on late last year. I like the running backs in Royce Freeman and yeah, Phillip Lindsay. I, I'm I'm intrigued. I'll see what they do because that division really there is no number two no more, right? Oh, Oakland is uh, who knows, yeah. and Derek San Diego. Carr. I mean, your guess is as good as mine in terms of an identity. Phillips gone. If they can even get people to come to the stadium, I mean, you're you're they splitting got, rent the, with the, the defense. Rams. Will, the Chargers defense still gonna be nice because they got pieces. It's just they, they do. Don't, they don't have a quarterback. They have a team. The Chargers have one of the best teams in the league. They I agree. Have a quarterback. And that's going to segue me into my biggest disappointment of 2019. And one of my biggest disappointments of 2019 is the San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers. For two reasons. A, this opening year in Los Angeles just didn't go well. Just call a spade a spade. And I understand the new stadium isn't built, so a lot of fans aren't dying to pack themselves into the Rose Bowl. Um, But... The Chargers were coming in this year with some great moxie. Now, unfortunately, Derwin James got hurt early, and he missed a good portion of the beginning of the season because he is truly a dog. And the defense went downhill when he got hurt. Absolutely. That whole back end and that secondary went downhill fast, brother. Doesn't but make any sense how one individual make your whole defense. He's that good, man. I mean, he is. Again, another person that you saw me yelling at the TV that, that I was telling Tampa to draft, and they went Vita Vita. Instead of Derwin James, oh, I know. Florida, right in your Florida backyard, boy. right in your backyard, man. I mean, Anyways, it's, it's we're getting off, we're getting off, we're getting off. It's Tampa. All right, so San Diego slash Los Angeles Chargers are my most disappointing team. Move the franchise, get to another city, just start over, go back to St. Louis. Maybe there's some fans there that's just that would like to have a team. Find a way to get that stadium rebuilt in San Diego. They need a quarterback. They need. To figure out what they're doing at the running back position because you got Melvin Gordon, a free agent. 
and Austin Eckler looked like he was just destroying last year. But now you may have a chance to see if you can try to extend him. Uh, is your coach on a hot seat now with a rookie quarterback that you're probably going to end up drafting and or paying a high price free agent? There's Tom Brady rumors out there. There's Teddy Bridgewater rumors out there. If Tampa lets go of Jameis, there's Jameis Winston rumors out there because and to me, the most thing that makes sense is probably Tom Brady or Jameis Winston, only because Jameis Winston is the most intriguing quarterback in the league. You never know what you're going to get. Is yeah, he throwing seven interceptions? Is he throwing five touchdowns? You don't know. <laughs> you just uh, don't. James so he would sell a, a tickets, nigga. right? Well, uh, I feel like they're going to sell tickets because it's a whole new area now. So they're going to sell tickets because it's the first year, first year in Vegas. Everybody's going to want to see the team regardless if they trash or well, not. But that's in Oakland. Right, so Oakland's moving to Vegas, and that's going to be there. Another Tom Brady rumor, right? So Tom Brady is now rumored to all of these teams as a one-year, two-year rental, possibly, but a one-year rental to just help put fans in it the stands. It doesn't make sense. I mean, if you watch Tom Brady throughout 2019, it really don't make sense. Yeah, he was bad. <sighs> I understand he had a lot of injuries on the offense, especially at the receivers. And basically no tight end, but still. Some self-inflicted, right? We're, we're just not going to talk about Antonio Brown, who sank my fantasy season, but it's cool. And uh, um, kill Harry. Whoa, what? Uh, I love his energy, actually. Who, but Harry? I love inter- his energy and his he moxie. He wasn't on the field. When he got there at the end of the season and even in the playoffs, I mean, he had he, he was actually getting a lot of flags thrown on him in terms of he was getting open. He's a physical guy, and he was getting those back shoulder throws, but he was just not able to really cash in, and I think another year in the system. And uh, you got to also think that New England's offense is complicated, so he's a rookie, so I kind of – because they say he was hurt. I don't think he was hurt. I think they just, like, put him on reserve so he can, like, you know, learn, pick up the offense. Yeah, I mean, a lot they, of teams do that. A lot they of teams, punted early on Josh Gordon, right? You well, released was, Antonio Brown, rightfully so. Yeah, he's, um, he's off the stuff. Julian Edelman, I mean, valiant effort, but you can tell that he he's, just had an ailment of a uh, bevy of injuries. His man. mileage is he his he's on E. His body's on E. Julian Edelman is done. <laughs> like he's literally He um, gave it all he had in that Super Bowl and that's just that's it is what it is. So I gave my biggest disappointment in Los Angeles Chargers. My biggest disappointment, I will say, the Cleveland Browns. Because you got OBJ. And Jarvis. Jarvis. Nick Chubb, who's a dog. Complete dog. And then you still got Kareem Hunt. And then you got Njoku, who's a a dog when he's on the field. He missed a lot of time, though, this year. Galloway. Or was it Callaway? Not Galloway. Callaway. Solid. Well, XFL Callaway, right? Because... He got released after uh, another infraction that they didn't really release, but I believe he, it was a failed test. So he missed time already this season with a failed test, came back, and then had another failed test. Yeah, so. and then it was Curtains, my man. That's Curtains. my disappointment because they had so much talent and no defense. The defense was there. It was the offense. Baker, sophomore slump, I guess you want to say, even though I feel like that's just a myth now because a lot of – Sophomore, it's like sophomore year is like the year for these QBs to go off. 
Carson went off his sophomore year. Lamar went off his sophomore year. Patrick Mahomes went off his sophomore year. That's when typically so, you take the step, right? You got the jitters out. You're not a freshman. Yeah, You're Baker, not a rookie he, anymore. He, he regressed big time. Like, he was – his accuracy was off. And Baker, if anything, he's an accurate quarterback. And his accuracy mm-hmm. was off a lot this year. So, I don't know what it was. It might be the chemistry. I mean, I think it's just that it was a locker room with too many personalities and not enough leadership. I mean, you got Miles Garrett swinging helmets at players. You got <laughs> – you got Odell Beckham throwing temper tantrums if anybody besides him or Jarvis Landry scores. I mean, Baker Mayfield is trying to wrangle in these personalities by trying to keep control of the team, and I think everyone looked at him like, dude, no. Could be expectations, too, that derailed the team. But new regime, right? You got a new regime there. Thank you. Um, thank you. Uh, you can thank Philly for that, GM. And it's... Hmm. Andrew Barry. Andrew Barry's going to be there, but I don't... I don't trust the coaching hire. I mean, I know they like Stefanski from last year, but to hire Stefanski after you interviewed Robert Sala and then Stefanski's Vikings offense put up 10 points against that 49ers defense, I don't understand how you can even make those correlations. Like, you hired a guy who just lost to the guy. Yeah, only 10 points. (sighs) doesn't make sense. But it's the NFL, you know. We don't get paid the big bucks to make the decisions. And if you think about the Vikings offense, I mean, it has Stephon Diggs on there. It has Adam Thielen. It has Dalvin Cook. It has Kyle two Rudolph. good tight ends. Offensive line is, well, at least they're running They got offense. defense. Run I mean, they got decent. I'm sorry. Their offensive line got decent. It's not a pushover. I don't understand how. That's coaching. I don't understand that. I just don't. But, um. But yeah, I agree. The Browns are a team that's tear down. I think, personally, what's your over-under on Odell Beckham still being on the team by week three of next year? Uh, I think he gets traded. That's my... I think it just makes sense to get rid of him. I think he also gets moved. Um, I don't think he gets moved at the draft. There may be a, they may ask for too much at that point. But I it think, might be after the draft. I think it's going to take two, two, three weeks, maybe one little like hamstring injury of Odell Beckham, and then a run in with Baker Mayfield. And then if anything, the he'll get traded by the uh, the trade deadline. Yeah, I think it. I think it may get worse in Cleveland before the trade deadline if it continues as it did this year. So, it all depends who we'll Cleveland see. drafts. It. Like if we'll Cleveland see. drafts a receiver in the first three rounds, then he's getting traded. <laughs> or signs a big one. I mean, they could just sign a guy. I mean, it's not that many out there this year. There's know. a couple slots though. There's a couple but good Jarvis slot receivers. Slot. Jarvis is going to play anywhere they need him. Yeah, to. but Jarvis is the majority of the slot. OBJ and Callaway at the time. Well, actually, we talked about the coaching hire right with Stefanski, and I know Mike Zimmer's Mike Zimmer's scheme that he wants to run is. Power offense, Dalvin Cook, run the football. We're going to have two tight ends on the field. I wonder if Stefanski is going to run more two tight end looks or if he's going to start busting out some, you know, some some read options, some shotgun, having more receivers or athletes on the field. We'll see, you know. But I I don't think Odell Beckham finishes next year in the Browns uniform. Yeah, I don't think he will. I think he'll get traded by at least the trade deadline minimum. He'll, he'll get traded. So what teams do you feel as though are going to go into this offseason and pour every dollar they have well, 
into building a contender? Well, I wouldn't say pour every dollar, but, you know, my uh, glorious team, the Philadelphia Eagles, we're going to spend that bread. <laughs> How we season. What Eagles, is it? E-A-G-L-E-S, Eagles. Okay, okay. We got it out the way. We got it out the way. Um, no, nah, that's legit my pick because I know my team well enough. We're going to – we because we pay Carson. Carson's paid. And his extension kicks in this year too. Yeah, so – So now you got to get fancy with the cap. Hit. Yeah, and then, I mean, you know how he does and his thing. how he's the god of it, so. So, but, uh, yeah, I feel like we're going to be one of the teams that's going to spend some, some, some cash on some of these free agents. Well, you got a lot of holes to fill. Um, no, trust me. I can, I can you guys go, were running up for go, my most disappointing, I, I, and it's not that's my most disappointing team. It's not your fault because it wasn't disappointing because you had a bunch of guys that just weren't weren't performing. You had a lot of injuries, a lot, and then on top of that, you exposed yourself by not having guys that you drafted being ready to step up and take that next man. Up. Uh, well, them last five games they stepped up. Regardless I, I of the agree. competition. But you got to think about it. I mean, you got J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. Trash. High pick, though. For That's high cotton. Top oh, three man. pick, right? Top, top how, round. How you, get drafted, how you get drafted because you had good hands and, like, you had opportunity to win. The good game. hands and route running, and he, baby. And he drops the ball. Like, how you get drafted for catching the ball and you drop the ball? I mean. That is your specialty. You are a jump ball king. So you have that. You have, I mean, guys that stepped up in previous years, right? You got Maddox, Cravion LeBlanc, Rasul Douglas, Jalen Mills, Ronald, I don't want to tackle Darby. You had, so you got a lot of holes. And you're not going to. The end for real, because Brandon Graham is, he's just just a run. Oh, he goes nowhere, though. He's going nowhere. Oh, yeah, he's paid. He's, yeah, he's he going paid. He's not. I'm yeah. not hating. I love You Brandon. may need one other booking on the other side. And yeah, because Derek Barnett is inconsistent. He's a he's a knucklehead. He got too many. He had like 11 penalties. Hey, man. Shit, that's a knucklehead. I, I would bring I, – I would call Chris Long and have him help me nah, find he, who can be the end on the other side. Not him playing. Josh Sweat is actually solid. I do like Josh Sweat. He does not have any cartilage in his knees. I mean. <laughs> Another Florida State guy. Long. I get it. But to me, I think the Eagles, if you could pick, I'll give you one free agent to immediately impact your team. Right? And you know who the top three are going to be. Right? Amari Cooper. I'm picking Probably Amari. Byron Jones. I'm picking Amari. Jadavion Clowney. Nah. Chris Jones in the though. middle. I mean, if you could choose, who's on your shopping list, right? It's between Byron Jones and Amari because if realistically it would be Byron Jones and then draft a receiver in the first round. But it's Howie. Like, he might get both. Hey, man. I've seen, I've seen the Patriots do that, and I've seen other teams do it. I mean, hell, Tampa does it, but unsuccessfully, where you go in with a need and you throw every draft pick at that need, and hopefully some, you know, you just throw shit at the wall and you'll find what doesn't stink, you know what I mean? It's one of those situations where you need cornerbacks, you need wide receivers, you need skill positions. Luckily, college football does nothing but produce yeah. skill positions. Especially this year with the draft for receivers. So that's why I say yeah, realistic, deep, realistically, I say Byron Jones. Because that makes more sense. He won't cost as much as Amari. And the the draft is deep with receivers. So you could draft multiple in the first couple rounds. Well, so, and also you got 
But addition the, by subtraction, right? Nelson Aguilar won't be in your lineup anymore. He garbage. Don't don't mention him ever. Right? Again. I mean, good riddance. Like, will Grandma's you dying. will you keep Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson? Well, yeah, the thing about Alshon, he has a guarantee. His contract is fully guaranteed. But I feel like we should like still cut that man. Like he he has to go. Like everybody has to go. Oh man, clean house. So we're going to talk about cleaning house. Um. Someone who's not disappointing is Carson Wentz, so I'll leave it at that. I do like that, man. So, it's my favorite ginger. We talk about it a lot in NBA circles, right? Who's your league pass team, right? It's not a team that you're a fan of. It's not a team that you think is going to win it all. Just a team that you think is fun to freaking watch. So, for next year, before we even get to the draft, or even with some of the mock drafts that's coming out, who is your league pass team in the league? What's a team that you think people will have some fun watching or that you think would be a good team to watch? That's a tough one because a lot of these teams are ass. <laughs> they don't have to be well, good to be a fun league pass team. I mean, I'm a, my low key, I'm picking Pittsburgh because the return of Big Ben. Big Ben, he, even Big though Bertha. he's a scumbag. Facts. He's a super scumbag. Ultimate facts. But he's a dog on the field. I like and I him. like James Conner, and I like Juju, and I love that fucking defense. Minka is that – that listen, fantasy football. Thank you, Pittsburgh defense. I love you guys, especially Minka. Pick sixes, fumble recovery, Joe Hayden. So my team that I'm going to choose for no particular reason, it's just fun for me to watch them. They almost made most disappointing this year, but I want to see what they can do next year. And that's the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Jets. I love Jamal Adams. 100% dog. But he might get traded. I've seen that. I've seen he that. He talks a lot, and you know, the white man don't like A lot that. of people don't like outspoken players, but when your play backs it up, you should listen to your leader. Now, I like Marcus May, too. Jamal Adams is the only one doing work in that secondary. Um, they need to get rid of Tremaine Johnson. You talk about a team that needs corners. They need to get rid of yeah, a lot a, of them bad. That's a bad contract. C.J. Mosley, unfortunately, got hurt this year, but, hey, he looked Phenomenal in no, week one. Mosley's a dog. You got Sam Darnold. I, like I don't Sam. know what they're going to do with Le'Veon. I personally think he might be trade bait, but I just see. But the Jets, the Jets have a new GM since last year. The, Joe, uh, Joey Joe, D came from the Eagles. Yeah, man. And like, and he's like, best friends with Adam Gase. Yeah, so, so underrated. I, I I thought Adam Gase was on the I hot seat like actually, but Joe Douglas might. Like, trade a lot of his good players away and just build around Sam. Like, realistically, just trade Jamal Adams. I don't, to be fair, has Sam showed you enough to say, I can build around this guy? Not enough, but I've seen flashes of good QB play. Okay. Not enough. I need more film or, I guess, more reps and games, but I've seen some games where he was cooking. Like the, uh, the Cowboys game. Yeah. Like, even though the Cowboys are very inconsistent and I hate them, I hate them more than anything. The Cowboys the actually had a lot of rookie quarter. I mean, a lot of questionable quarterbacks put up some good games. I mean, I'm thinking about that Thanksgiving game with Buffalo where Josh Allen looked like a franchise QB against them. Yeah. Sam Darnold put up some numbers against them. I mean, Carson Wentz continues to put up numbers against them, although we know Carson Wentz is proven. But I, I just I just like the, I like the jerseys. I, I think they 
that they I like have. The, I like some of their pieces on defense. I like Adams. I like the pieces on defense. Um, Quentin Williams is just getting started. I mean, I think he's See, the defense going to be there. It's just, they get to stay healthy. I don't know. It's really the offense that's holding them back. So, if if it's the offense that's holding them back, it's like what part of that offense? And that's why I think they're a league pass team because I think they're going to make major changes to the offense this year. I think they're going to get an offensive line finally. They have to. And I think they're going to figure out what they're going to have to do with Le'Veon. Um, they might have to most likely draft or go get if a you're te- If you're telling me they're going to get rid of somebody, whether it's Jamal Adams or Le'Veon, I think Le'Veon's first in the pecking order to get traded. Um, I feel like Jamal because he was more the hot commodity. He'll oh, get, for sure, he's going to net more. you more assets, yeah, and he's younger. But nobody really wants that contract. I think there's a few him. teams that would get, take Le'Veon's contract because it's unguaranteed after this year. Yeah. So it's like getting an expiring. Um, but it all depends. Like, is it like a contender team or is it just a regular team that's just trying to put? But well, everybody in the thinks they're a contender in the off season. Mm. Yeah. There's a few teams that should know. Like the Dolphins aren't going to next year thinking like we're winning this whole thing, yeah, or right? Cincy. Or, or Cincy. Or Cardinals. I mean, there's one in every division. There's one in literally every division. Yeah. That there's you... two in my division: damn Skins and Giants. <laughs> my team. Hey, the Skins got Riverboat Ron. They got a lot of solid defensive That's, pieces. The defense is always been nice. Asking me, who do you think in your division personally is going to go from worse? To contendership, I mean the skins are. And the skins a, have a better chance because they have a better. They're continuing to disappointment, but I, I like what I they have. They're, I respect their defense. They got young promise, aka Scary Terry. They if guys could just run the ball once without tearing his knee, I mean, if he can just give you a good <laughs> six games. Six. Let's get through one first. Can he get through one regular season game? Before I think he played he, like two. He played, I think, three this year technically. But like four games, (laughs) so much talent, man. So much promise. But, um, I do like them. I'm not a Danny Dimes fan with the Giants. I think they're going to realize that next year. The thing about the Giants with me is like, I I know a couple Giants fans, right? Yeah, so these fools, I don't understand. Like, why do you want like a great player like Saquon, right? When you're not going to go anywhere, like, your team is ass. Like, they be like, oh, we got Saquon, okay. What is that going to get you? And a Four whole wins? defense that needs to re- be right, rebuilt. The defense, the offensive line. Not even just like one part. The whole defense needs to be rebuilt. I mean, I don't remember the last rename, time. You can't even name four people on that defense. Exactly. It's it's hard. Without Jack Rabbit. Because he's been there for like four or five He's years. not there no more. Well, yeah. but And they cut him. And he was on the New Orleans. So, um yeah, I don't think they've had a solid middle linebacker since the Super Bowl. So, oh, Even oh, then, it was Antonio Pierce, and he was the weak link of the whole defense. I mean, yeah, I don't I, remember the last time they had a, a good <laughs> like a middle solid line. middle linebacker. It's it's rough, man, and, and they just refuse to do that. And I don't really trust Dave Gettleman. I mean, when you think about what Dave Gettleman had, he had how many head coaches? Just on the defense when he was in Carolina, you had Riverboat Ron, you had Steve Wilkes, you had Sean McDermott, and, I mean, all they did was churn out defensive talent and have Cam Newton on the other side so they didn't have to worry about nothing else. And, you know, those are three separate head coaches in their own right. So, 
I don't necessarily believe Gettleman is some savior or some savant. No, the, the Giants is not going to I mean, I like the Giants trading to get Jabril Peppers. I think that that was actually a net positive, even though technically you traded away Odell Beckham. But I, I like the Sterling they, Shepard. They I like of, Golden Tate. I need like a lot of Evan pieces. Ingram. I like what they have on offense, personally. I'm not a Danny Dimes fan. They need a receiver. Cause but they have all slot receivers. Take... Slot. They just need to continue. They just need to continue building that defense. Like well, my Sam thing Brandon is, did. like the the, 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 whole, churches, man. the whole Saquon thing is right. Like by the time you actually get a decent team with the Giants, Saquon's gonna be like his eighth a, year, a fifteen million dollar running back, right? And he's gonna be eighth <laughs> year. He's already gonna start declining. Like, I mean, but you can afford that when you don't have to pay a quarterback, right? So if I don't have to pay a quarterback thirty million, I can afford paying a skill position more money than I should. And you're going to Saquon's going to be a lifer, period. Unless oh, some catastrophic not, injury happens, he's going to be a, a lifer he's with not the going, Giants. He's from New York. He's so you're going to keep paying him. Yeah, you're going to keep paying him. Um, but I'll pick the skins no, to I make the, the biggest Because they already lead. have pieces on the defense. I respect the defense. And they're going to take Chase Young. So now they're going to have an offensive line full of first-round talent, like legit first-round talent on that defensive line. Um, Two people from Alabama. Yeah, you got Chase the two Young. Alabama boys. And you boys. still got Curry. Uh, you got Curry Montez Curry. Sweat on the other on the other side. Flamboyant boy. Ooh, it's uh, you still got Landon Collins in the back end. I Dog. mean, they get some corners and figure out get some a, type of continuity they get, on they offense. They can get like one good linebacker. Man, that, that I think this I think the skins can do something. Honestly, um, uh, we give them a lot of shit because they're inconsistent and they always get your hopes up, and then something catastrophic happens. But. Um, I think they they have the most potential, uh, potential for elite no, next agree. year. It's really the offense. The defense has always been good. At least in my opinion, the defense has always been good for the past mm. like ten years or so. So I'll take that. Especially um, the last five years, they've been like top ten. So, so last thing we want to wrap. Last thing we want to talk about, then we'll wrap up. But right now we have our twenty uh, twenty. Power rankings, and this is the way early power rankings because it doesn't consider um, draft or off season just yet. But right now they have the Chiefs back at number one, right? Super Bowl champs. That's pretty much a shoe in. San Fran at number two, Baltimore at three, New Orleans Saints at four, which to me is a uh, bit high because I don't know who's under center. Yeah, Drew Brees might retire, and if he retires, then I'm pretty sure they don't got him at four. But that's all I'm saying. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater was five and zero as a starter in 2019. But again, but that's not a whole season. I think when you put when you're in season, it's so hard to make adjustments on a weekly basis Man. when it's a new quarterback, as opposed to getting a, that whole year of game tape, and then you're like, okay, now I know what you're going to do next year, and then I can just even if you're running the same offense, it's still different because different cadences and mannerisms from the quarterback. So Green Bay, Seattle is 6, New England 7 again. I, I think know, that's I, high. I don't know. That all, Titans that, are 8 high to me. Vikings are 9, Texans are 10, Bills are 11. For a lot of those teams. Cowboys at 12. Who is this on ESPN? Yes. Uh, Rams at 13. See, they got the Rams before us. Eagles at 14. See, they, nah, it's, 
I think they I think they did a lot of this. It almost looks based on the record, honestly. A lot of this is whose record was closer. So they got through all the playoff I mean, teams and doing. Like they have the Pittsburgh Steelers at fifteen. I mean, Big Ben is coming back. We we just saw two of his uh fellow draft members, right? Eli just retired. Phillip Rivers maybe uh, you know, come in with Girl Scout cookies to all the teams saying, Hey, please sign me. Me and I'll bring like, my nine kids. I feel like a different Destination for Philip, he he'll he won't be Philip, but he'll be better than we did last year. But it depends what team he goes to and what he has around him. I mean, it, it it's going to have to. It, and the team that picks up Philip Rivers is saying we have a good receiver core, we have a good offensive line in the running game. Yeah, I mean, but how many team teams are going like... to fit that bill? It's literally kind of just Tampa right now that has an opening at quarterback. Technically, yeah, right, and maybe, and Tampa yeah. doesn't have the offensive line to protect Philip. Jameis was one of the second highest sacked in the league next to Deshaun Watson. And then your run game, and you second. have no running back, none, zero. I mean, yeah, Zilch. I, don't, I don't know, Philip. I don't know where you can go, Philip. <laughs> Chicago. I think Chicago's the only nah, that's a, that's realistic a, destination. That's a good pick. I think that's the only one that I, would, I don't know. If don't, I'm him, he's not used to that cold weather though. He's always been in that sun. That hey man, that, you give me fifteen million minimum. He's man. paid already. That's what I'm, you give me fifteen million. That covers my move to Chicago and a new coat, so I'll be fine. Um, nah, Chicago, that's a good pick. I think Chicago is the only one that's like ready made, and and just think about what he can do to push Trubisky. If there's him. any more development that Trubisky can do, or is this Trubisky right? So. I'm surprised actually the Bears didn't sure. make our most disappointing, honestly. Phillip, like, like I could see Phillip leaving, but I could see like Cam going to the Chargers. Cam Newton. I could see, I could see a lot of different things. I don't see why uh, Carolina would get rid of Cam Newton. I mean, at well, this point, it's a lot of speculation that they might. Because they was winning without him. Well, quote, the, unquote, the speculation is the media that the media is pushing is. Sunshine, aka Trevor Lawrence, is coming out next year. Clemson is right in Carolina's backyard. They want to try to keep him in state, and they want to keep him in Carolina, right? There is rumors that Carolina is going to try to tank, which means trade Cam Newton this offseason or during the draft, get a high pick, build up the offensive line, defensive line. You already have your skill position set, right? McCaffrey, DJ Moore. And, um, crap, from Curtis Samuel. Um, You already have that. You're going to need a new tight end. I mean, Ian Thomas is there, but you're going to need a new tight end. But that's that's easy to find. Um, No, not in this day and age. I mean, look around the league. There's not that many good tight ends. They're serviceable, man. I mean, mean, there's not Gronks walking around. But I'm not talking about Gronk is spectacular. I'm talking about, like, good tight ends. I think think most, most good teams... At least all, almost every team in the playoff have a good tight end. And that's, I mean, that personally, that's saying something. Um, I think it's a lot easier to find a tight end than to find a good edge rusher or well, a good definitely. offensive lineman. So if that's my problem, I'll take that, right? But I think Carolina's ultimate play is, Trey, if the rumors are true, move Cam Newton Possibly the Las Vegas Raiders, but that would be ugly. move Cam Newton. That would be ugly. I would love to see that Why? with him and Josh. 
I mean, I love it's not. The t- I don't know. I, I mean, Gruden. I don't think Gruden, Gruden. I don't think Cam is Gruden's quarter like type of quarterback. Well, all Gruden's requirements is is veteran. Gruden does not deal with rookie QBs. Period. Period. He knows the system is too complicated. He hates. But he rookies. runs like. I mean, Gruden, so, Gruden's smart. He can run whatever office he wants. But all his, his offense is bootlegs. It's bootlegs and play but action. But Cam is inconsistent. Regardless if he's a better it. thrower outside the pocket, he's still inconsistent throwing the football. I get it. I and don't think Gruden, Derek Carr's. I don't think Derek Carr's. Like I don't think Derek Carr's going to be long for the Raiders. So oh, he's gone. I I think Cam Newton to the Raiders is a, and they have the trade assets. They have a third and a probably a. I don't know what it would take to get Cam Newton at this point, but probably a first in the NFL. I mean, in the NFL, Sam Bradford was the last first round that got traded. And that was because Minnesota was desperate as ever, and Sam Bradford is the biggest fleece god of the NFL history. But that's another story. That man is paid. You know it. But um, just to wrap it up, I think that ultimately Carolina is going to try to tank, get sunshine, and you know Cam Newton. I think they're going to close the book. They have complete. They're completely cleaning house around there. Yeah, I think Cam's. Days in Carolina are done. I just can't see him with the Raiders. I'm not saying it won't happen. I can't see it. That's ugly. Well, that is just ugly. I like it. I love it. And Tom Brady to the Raiders is stupid. Even though it's most likely stranger things have happened. I'm not saying it's not. It's just stupid. Like some of these guys already got their rings. They got their accolades. They're not looking for nothing else but some money. Tom Brady looking for rings. And I. He might Tom Brady. How many more do you need? Tom Brady, if you hear this, go to the Chargers. How many more do you need? That's your best bet. How many more do you need, Tom? He needs them all, man. (sighs) Go to the Chargers. Get them that defense. I will say if Tom Brady wins another ring without Belichick, it cements him as the greatest person to put on a pair of pads. He's already the greatest winner in NFL history. That's true. He's not the best quarterback. Not. He's the greatest winner. I'll give him that. Because Aaron Rodgers is the most talented thrower of the football i ever seen until Patty Mahomes. But Patty Mahomes still young. But Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, A.A. Ron. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up. Next week, we're going to get into the NFC side of the things. Uh, I know we spent a lot of times on the AFC, but next week, we're going to get to more of the NFC playoffs uh, recap. We're going to probably dive into what prospects we're looking forward to seeing most at the NFL Draft Combine coming up at the end of this month. Henry Ruggs. Henry Ruggs is a beast. Um, and we'll 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 just we'll just keep it fresh. We'll keep it freestyling, and we'll think about you know some some good questions for next week. Some good topics that we can hit on. We may start reviewing some of these XFL games. I mean, Cardell Jones brought it home today for the DC Defenders. So. Hey, look, Washington, there's another team that's trying to get Stop. relevant before, you know, your Wizards and Redskins, but we'll see. Let's not talking about my Wizards, man. Hey, I man. haven't watched basketball in like two years, <laughs> I promise you. I watched the playoffs, but basketball, I haven't watched it in like two years. It's depressing sometimes, really, for some of these franchises, man. I'll tell you what. But thanks for listening, guys. Like, comment, subscribe. And remember, send your questions in. Write them in the comments. You can personally find me on Twitter and Instagram at SpinMoveP. Drop the DM. Let's get this fan interaction going. Appreciate you guys. See you next week.